T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. That's right, Beamaz and Beamer with you on a Wednesday morning here on WBEN. How's it going, Joe? It's, uh, it's been a long time since I rocked and rolled. <laughs> Has it? No, not really. <laughs> um, uh, Gar- speaking of, Garth Brooks' new uh, tour on sale date coming up a week from this Friday. A week from this Friday, 10 a.m. So upset. Um, why? I can't go. I'm oh, upset you, that I'm going to miss the concert. You can't go to the show? Why? I'm going to be in North Carolina. I'm going to be at the beach with the family. Oh, oh, that's... I've I, seen I Garth think twice. I'd rather be there. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've seen him before. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I want to hear any of his new stuff. Uh, but it, it's... That's a first world problem if I've ever heard one. I'm so <laughs> upset I'm going to be on vacation on the beach. Yeah, I feel terrible for you, Joe. <laughs> but but I mean, he puts like like I said when we first talked about it, he puts a great show on, and I, I, I'm sure it's going to be one of the more memorable concerts at the stadium. June seventeenth, ten a.m. Make sure you have your uh, Ticketmaster login ready to buy those tickets. Uh, debate last night, Joe. Um, oh yeah, which probably flew under the radar of everybody. D- I host Hardline, <laughs> didn't even know it was happening. Uh, Maybe I shouldn't admit that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, but the Democratic uh, challengers and the governor herself, uh, everyone vying for that Democratic nomination in the primary for governor on the stage yesterday where, you know, they asked the important questions. Do you believe in ghosts? Mr. Williams, what's your go-to karaoke song? <laughs> pretty wings, oh, pretty wow. wings. That sounds just like it. <laughs> I couldn't tell you if it did or not, but pretty good. Jamani Williams there. I mean, is that he's hitting those notes that good enough for your vote? I mean, if, if I if I were allowed to vote in that primary, yeah. I mean, I'd like to hear as a fan of karaoke, I'd hear more karaoke at these debates. But uh, Joe, you, oh, we're on to something here. Jamani Williams, you heard right there. Tom Swansea, uh, the governor as well, debating on the stage last night and you know i say that jokingly there was a lot of you know quote unquote serious stuff before then but i joe i can't help but think you get the most out of what happens at the end you said you know hey everyone do karaoke yeah maybe it would say a little bit about yourself how uh you know your song choice how out there you go Maybe that tells you more than, you know, some sort of pre-cooked up response to a question you knew you were getting. Right. Or do people just like the uh, 
the 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 fake phony uh, politician well, because at a debate that's what you would get at the end. I but I love you know they threw out some questions at the end. Here's another example. In one word, and we'll start with Mr. Williams. What is the one thing you simply cannot live without besides your family? One word. My love of theater and acting. Okay, now you hear that? I, I understand the answer. But one word. Yeah. Twice. Theater. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> My love of theater and acting. That is six words. Six words. So, you know, didn't quite follow along. Let's uh, keep it going. Miss Huckle. My Bible. Closer. Yeah. Not quite. Yep. Right. Mr. Swazi. I'd probably have to say my phone. Yeah, okay, my, uh, I'll forgive it. The last two are uh, fit Bible in the phone. Word. So, all right, you know, first person can't follow directions. Right. Um, the Bible, okay, that's a, you know, solid politician response right there from the governor. What do you think of a phone? I think that's pretty revealing. That's an honest answer. Tom Swazi saying the phone. Now, Joe, this continues. I thought it was very interesting here. Um, the next question goes to you, Governor. Um, What's your absolute number one biggest pet peeve? One word. You're a couple words? Okay, go for a couple. Go. All right, you know, you know, one word. We're failing the one word yes, test here. Yeah, we are. We're talking she, to politicians <laughs> on the stage here behind podiums. And, and you know what part of that is? Um, because the first guy said, my love of... Th-. The other two said, well... I have to get some words in. Yeah. You know? Can't be outworded. <laughs> Don't want to be outworded. Um, but all right. So the one word, we're throwing that out. We're throwing it out. But listen to the answer here. I'll give you on this. You can have three words. Uh, people talking on cell phones, on airplanes, when they should be turned off, or other places uh, disrupting this, the peace and quiet of other travelers. So Joe, <laughs> right after Tom Swazi said the one thing he can't live without is his phone. Yeah. The direct question after, what annoys you? People on their phones. The, the, and everyone, I, listen, I mean, that's a great answer in the context of everything that's going on there. She did very well on her feet with that answer, right? Hey, I heard what Swazi said. Guess what? Here we go. I don't, this isn't the fun portion of the debate. I'm going after that answer. I, I like it. I, I'm coming away from this, Joe, and I was thinking about this this morning. I kind of like this and think you learn a little bit more yes. than by the actual debate stuff. Because the debate stuff, you, you kind of get, I don't know, the same stuff over and over again. You don't really get too much good. Listen, Randy just played this. This is uh, They were talking about the deal announced for a new Bills stadium. We asked for a billion dollars to be put in what we, for gun violence prevention. What we got was a billion dollars for a billionaire stadium that hired... Her husband. This- now, uh, hang on a second. That's Jamani Williams. Now, he's going out and he's making a comment about the governor's husband, Bill right. Hochul, who works as an attorney for Delaware North, a concessionaire. He said, as part of his debate answer, that, no, we spent a billion dollars, false, to build a stadium. Um, you know, n- not entirely true, but okay, we're sticking with the one word theme of things. <laughs> That's going to hire her husband. Well, that's the whole statement is just completely inaccurate. Right. But 
the moderators don't jump in and, you know, say, well, hold on a second. Uh, he went on to say something about how, well, every economist says a stadium doesn't pay for itself. Well, how, how is that at all? And we've talked about that on, you know, over yeah. and over and over again on this show. How does that apply to here? Can, can you say something relevant to the actual deal you're talking about? No? You're still going with the talking point that someone would have said six years ago right. when talking about the stadium. Yeah. It has nothing to do with it. But now you go and say something completely false. And notice what doesn't happen there. You don't have uh, one of these moderators jumping in and saying, well, you know, to, you know, clarification here. Or c- could you go on about that? Because I don't believe that to be true. You know, how do you know that right. you know that a billion dollar stadium is hiring her we don't even know if delaware north is going to run concessions for the new stadium it's not a done they deal. might yeah it's not, that hasn't been decided yet but they're not doing that because we saw what happened in the presidential debates when a moderator does do that and interrupts somebody who says something completely untrue then the next day everyone's saying well the moderator did a terrible job he kept interrupting the can so it's a no win so what's the solution joe you start asking the real questions. Do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> Mr. Williams, what's your go-to karaoke song? I think that's the only way we go forward with debates. We find out who, who, who running is a real person. I, but you're not going to get... What do you When you ask questions about these issues that everybody knows what's coming, I mean, what, you're, you're going to get the canned response. Yeah, you you're want- going to get something that everybody... Who's watching this? And by the way, because if you're watching this debate at this level, mm. you are in it. I mean, yes. you know who these people are. You followed it along. You know their talking points. And you know that what they said there is nothing different from what you've already heard. So you're not really learning that much more information. They go back and forth a little bit. But it's kind of the same stuff over and over again, there's nothing really of substance, and apparently you're just allowed to say whatever you want, and nobody's going to stop you. Exactly. Hey, you want to know what the candidate's going to say at the debate? Go on their website. You want to know what Tom Swazi said yesterday? Hey, here's, here's for a, a show plug, Brian. You want to know what Tom Swazi said yesterday's debate? Just listen to what he said on Hardline. It's a lot shorter. If you really want to know about a candidate, tell them, hey, you have one word, and see if they can follow a simple instruction. No politician can do that. <laughs> no politician. I, I, no politician. Can, no politician will literally answer with just one word. It always has to have a. Well, I'll do that. Well, I have to say it will always be how much airtime can I get? But by the way, this debate. And, and hey, you know, no offense to CBS Two or our sister station WCBS uh, Eight Eighty in New York. Nothing. No needle moved. Because of last night's primary debate. Just just saying. I don't know if more and more people hear uh, the karaoke or, you Maybe. know, that back and forth over a phone. I think that was pretty good. I feel like, though, with uh, with primaries in both parties, pretty people are already pretty stuck with who they're going to vote for. But, I mean, that's that's Joe Beamer saying that. And like I said, n- until Brian played a clip this morning, I didn't even know there was a debate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I like it. I like the uh, the funky, you know, back and forth there at the end. You get I think, to see you get to see the person. I, I think you learn a little bit more. Um, and hey, we got to that karaoke. It's I've seen worse, heard worse. Yeah, uh, heard me sing karaoke. <laughs> Joe, something else we were talking about this morning is the new concept for Taco Bell. They, they finally opened this. We've uh, we actually talked about this a few months ago. 
but their newest type of restaurant is, I, I think we, uh, talking about it off the air, it's best described as a mix between, you said a bank, and I said, yes, but, so you put that modernish building and make it look like uh, Lackawanna City Hall. Yes. Right? Just a building on stilts. A better developed Lackawanna City Hall. A less ugly. Yes. Which is amazing because we're talking about a Taco Bell here. That's right. That we can't, you know, have a better design than Taco Bell. But anyways... Taco Bell's new location ditches the dining room, has four separate drive-through lanes instead. It's in a Minneapolis suburb. The goal is to uh, basically put an emphasis on picking up online orders and then the drive-through too. Yeah. No dining room at all. It's got a funky type of uh, drive-in. Kitchen's on the top of a two-story building. And the orders are basically, uh, you know, like a bank sent down the tube. Yeah. <laughs> now, to be fair, Brian, we're calling it a drive-through, but only one lane is for the drive-through. The other three are for online pickup. So as you said, that emphasis on pickup. There's only one little speaker to order. The other three are, hey, you ordered this on the app. It's right here, ready for you. So it got me thinking. Uh, this was back in 2020. Taco Bell came out with this. They're uh, debuting their Go Mobile concept, reducing the size of all their dining rooms. They're using more and more drive-through lanes, hoping to uh, get customers, you know, even when they go in, you're going to see a digital kiosk. You can still uh, order from somebody, but you can just type in your order on the screen if you want to and stand there and wait. And, you know, I was thinking, I feel like that's a really smart idea for Taco Bell, and not just Taco Bell. Anything you would define as traditional fast food, because who sits in the dining room at anything traditionally defined as fast food? And does it change from place to place? Because now I remember as a kid, maybe you'd go in, and actually McDonald's was making this push, right? They redesigned their dining rooms. They put some TVs. It kind of right. felt like, a, like an airport yeah, almost. Um, you know, have your coffee, take in the news. Which is just hilarious that you you were formerly known as the happiest place on earth, right, McDonald's? Yeah. And uh, now, you, now you're on. putting the news on, which uh, <laughs> seems to run uh, not uh, in uh, concert with each other. But now it's all about speed and getting out. I remember sitting down, you go into a McDonald's or something like that as a kid. You might sit down to eat. But really, never since I was maybe seven or eight years old. When's the last time you went to one of these places and actually sat down? Who sits down at a fast food restaurant inside the actual restaurant? Yeah, you know, Brian, that's a that's a tough one to answer. I remember going to a birthday party at a McDonald's. So, I mean, those days I think are completely over. Um, I don't know though. Uh, the last time I sat at it sounds a, awesome. McDonald's birthday? Oh, yeah. I uh, I'll With the probably, jungle gym inside. I'll probably. Well, it was the one in Hornell, New York. So they didn't have the uh, they didn't have the play place, uh, but it was a popular destination for uh, for birthdays that there in uh, Steuben County. Um, the last time I sat at a fast food place would have had to been coming back from a tech trip, um, and you know, quickly eating. But we were the only people in the dining room. Uh, you know, one place that I do see people eating, Brian, of all fast food places, and, and I walk into a lot picking up orders. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A usually has people in the dining room. It's the only place that I can think of. I never see anyone sitting at the McDonald's. 
at a Burger King, at a Taco Bell. Never. Yeah. Chick-fil-A, full of people sitting. I'm thinking the the things that would be uh, a, a little bit different, that would throw a wrench in that. And, and a, a few things came to mind. Someone actually just texted one in. Uh, someone said, show place then to Mighty after three hours of rocking out. And that, you know, that is the teenager thing to do, right? You go out somewhere to a show. Mighty Taco is open late, and you just kind of debrief, so yep. to speak, at a yep. Mighty Taco. You grab a burrito, you'd sit down and catch your breath <laughs> before you went out and did whatever else. Uh, you were hungry, and, you know, there was a place to hang out, right, if you're a teenager. So that is one of them that I was thinking of. The other is just if you're on a road trip. You're on a road trip. You're out stretching your legs. I don't like to eat in the car, you know, if I'm already in the car for so long. And just, you know, get in the car messy mm. uh, with that, too. Well, yeah, it's not a problem for you. It's already uh, in that. I yeah. remember the first time I got in your car, I'm like, where do I put my feet? Well, it was just my like. My car is a lot cleaner than it was then. You had enough plastic bottles on the floor of the passenger <laughs> seat to, uh, you know, clog the Atlantic. I mean. Yes, but my, I, I have gotten a little better now because I do deliver food in it. Uh, but no, I'm not known for keeping a clean car. I'm, I'm on the mindset, and if we didn't take my dad's car to Virginia Tech games, we would never stop to eat. Um, because I'm on the mindset, let's get there as fast as we can, okay? I don't, we don't need to stop. Let's stop to get gas, go to the bathroom, get a snack, back on the road. So sitting down completely, complete, in my opinion, just slows down for no reason. Yeah, I mean, it has to be a certain type of road trip. You know, the ones that I think most people take a little bit longer. Uh, you, you know, if I'm going from here to Cleveland, I'm not stopping anywhere, you know, in between or here to, you know, Pittsburgh or somewhere within the four hour range or something like that. You're probably not stopping anywhere. Right. But if you are stopping or you have kids, you're stopping, you're getting out. Yeah. And you're you're stretching your legs a little bit. You're getting out of the car and you're finding a place to sit down. And that's pretty much the only time I can think. That you're sitting down somewhere. So unless you're a fast food place located right next to a highway. Right. I feel like this is a pretty good idea to just strip away the dining room once and for all and just, you know, basically just order up. Boom, 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 boom. You're dishing out food. You're not worried about anything else. Right. Yeah. No no need to have someone go out there and clean the dining area, um, you know, maintain the uh, fountain drink machine. I think this is a great, and I think this really, Brian, is the future because another thing that goes on top of that, and maybe I'm, maybe I, it's different. But when's the last time you've walked into a place and ordered? Like I don't, I order all my stuff on on online and then go pick it up. Chipotle, I can't remember the last time I went through a line in Chipotle. It was before oh, the I pandemic. I still do it all the time. It was before the pandemic. Uh, order online, it's right there on the shelf most of the time when I get there, and I'm on my way. Yeah, I don't uh, do that anymore. Uh, every once in a while, I can order something online. For the most time, I order it when I'm there. A few reasons. One, All right. they're making it. You're right there. You get the order. You're telling them what you want on the order. You're picking it up right after it's made. You can see if it's made right instead of grabbing a bag that's taped shut. You show up at home, and then all of a sudden something's wrong. Two, I mean, if I order something online, and it's happened once, and then, you know, now I'm just, I will go in and order something. I don't eat there typically, but I go in and order something because if you go in and order, then, you know, 
the food might not have been made right then. <laughs> but it's being assembled right then and there, and it's hot, generally speaking. You order something online, well, they make it, and then what, when are you picking that up? 20 minutes later? 15 minutes later? And then, what, you're taking it home? Then after, there's another 10. By the time you get home with that, there's no way that's hot or cold. If you're getting French fries, forget about it. It's not happening. So I'm definitely ordering in person. But I don't know if I need the dining room. What do you think? 803-0930. Join us here. Beamaz and Beamer. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. WBEM. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. And we are back here. WBEN. Beamaz and Beamer. Hope everyone's having a nice Wednesday. Uh, we're talking about the new way that fast food might look. Uh, Taco Bell unveiling its new concept restaurant, which is basically a restaurant on stilts. Now, not every restaurant's going to go this far, <laughs> where it's basically a huge drive through You go underneath, they shoot the food down to you. Maybe even through the sunroof. I don't know. They should have a sunroof lane. <laughs> uh, but no, it's uh, the idea is there's no dining room. You just, you're just you going through, you ordered online, uh, you're picking it up in your car, you're speeding off, or you're parking somewhere and eating. And I think it's going to catch on because I can't think of a lot of times... You're sitting inside a fast food place to actually eat. When is the last time you did that? 803-0930 to join us here on WBEN. Uh, John in Chictawaga, you're on WBEN. Do you sit inside to eat at fast food restaurants? What you guys, because you're working on C, is the retirees between probably 9 in the morning to about noon, they're sitting around drinking their coffee and solving the problems of the world. Now, John, important question. Where do you see this? I've seen it at, and I've participated in McDonald's. Okay. And I've seen it at uh, a lot of Tim Hortons. You, you know, 
John, I was going to say, Tim Hortons is one place where you do see people. They have their coffee. They're meeting up. I have seen that more. I don't count that as fast, fast food, food, though. Yeah, that's coffee. That's my the, the McDonald's one is a good one, John. That's what we were talking about uh, before, where you know McDonald's a while ago, before now everyone's just like, all right, don't even sit down. Uh, get in, pick up your food, get out of here. Uh, they were trying to make it a little more welcoming, like a coffee house type of feel. Um, do you, I mean, is that like on the regular, you're going inside, you're hanging out, and you're sipping on a cup of coffee? Absolutely. Me and my buddies uh, have been doing it for quite a while. Now, let me ask, if fast food restaurants, if your McDonald's, your places like that said, all right, we're doing away with the dining room, would you just stop doing that, or would you find somewhere else? Oh, find someplace else. That's okay. Deal. That's good to know. Hey, John, thanks for the call. I, you know, I, why I asked where, right, is because I thought he was going to say Tim Hortons, Dunkin' Donuts, uh, you know, you name the coffee place. And I think that's very different than fast food place. It's, and you can be a fast food place that tries to be a coffee, coffee place. place. Right. Uh, and, you know, I put McDonald's kind of in there. They tried to do that in some places. You can see, like, hey, we're McCafe, too. That's right, right. McCafe, yeah. Um, hang out here. But the I put that in a separate area because a coffee place is a place, I think, where you are sitting down. Even though it's not like a diner breakfast or you're sitting down to eat necessarily. If you're going to a place for a coffee and a donut – you might be sitting at the counter at Paula's or something. You you might grab something at the counter at Tim Hortons and then take a seat because that is the time of day. You know, people like to talk. Oh, yeah. Or maybe you're just starting your day. Maybe you're by yourself. You're reading uh, the news. You're, you're catching up on things. You're getting a head start. I put that, though, in a separate category. It, it kind of depends on what you define as fast food. Because someone, you know, on our text board, you get a few different answers. Hey, places like uh, Ted's, uh, dining room's always full. I don't consider that fast food. No. Not in the summer, at least. Right. I, but it's a, it's a different feel. You go there, you order, you watch it, right. you know, uh, be made. You kind of go through the process. They make it right yeah. there for you, and you want it hot off the grill. I typically, when I'm going to a place like that, and I'll put... Uh, Pretty much all of those places where, you know, someone's mentioning Moe's or uh, Chipotle, the burrito places, um, there, any of these ones where you're going down the line, you're telling, oh, I want that, I want this, uh, this topping. or whatever. I don't really consider that fast food. No. I mean, I am noticing it less at places like Chipotle and Moe's because, again, you walk into those places, the shelf is full of orders, of takeout orders um, before the pandemic. But, yes, people are eating there more than I see people eating at McDonald's, but obviously right now people are at McDonald's. To me, fast food is you have a drive through window. Yes, that's a great way to put it. That is the that is fast food to me. Um, if you are, you know, doing the thing where you're they're making the food right in front of you or assembling it, you kind of go through the line, you tell them what you want like that, instead of just placing your order, wait here, it'll be right out. Yeah. Uh, that, I don't think that's really fast food to me. That's why... You know, Mighty Taco, Taco Bell, fast food, uh, Moe's, Chipotle, I would say is not. Right. And both of those have drive throughs So if you have a drive through I think you can, you, you're kind of considered fast food. And if you have a drive through I think most people are using that option. Yes. Yes. Because to me, there's no reason 
to go in to a fast food place, if they're making everything behind the counter, you can't see it, there's not really a big reason to get out of your car. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not watching the maid. You're not saying, ooh, you know, I like some of that. You know, you're not, oh, can I have a little bit more than what you just put on? Or, oh, uh, yeah, no, uh, no tomato, thank you. You're not doing that. Right. All that's done either before or after the fact. you got to turn around and hear, you know, this is messed up and not exactly what I wanted. So what's the reason of getting out and doing that and, you know, dining in and all that stuff? No, exactly. I, I will say with a place like Taco Bell, though, if you ordered online, not to sit in the drive-thru, just go in because they have it sitting on the counter and run back to your car. Uh, but, yeah, I, again, I just don't think people are – I think this. I think this is – the future of uh, of fast food. You say that though, like, I'm, do you actually save time? If you were to it, order something yes. online, you park, you walk in. Is that really different than just going through it's, the drive-through? Have you seen the line at Taco Bell? Sometimes it is. Instead of no. getting a line that's looped uh, looped uh, looped around the building, I'm talking about if you order at lunchtime. If you're ordering at two in the afternoon, yeah, go through the drive-through. But if there's more than three cars in the drive-through, it's it's easier to walk in. I just I I like it being made. I like it being made I, I, when I'm yeah, ordering. I get that. I don't. Wouldn't more people kind of fall under that than the online ordering? I think more people are online ordering than ordering in person. I'm pro. I'm more pro drive-through than pro online, online ordering. Yes. I think for most things, even though I would say I do online ordering more than the drive-through. <laughs> I think. I think a lot. I think more and more people are doing online ordering, and more and more people are. Are going places that you would traditionally think of sit down. Let's even look outside of fast food. Um, places that used to be known for their sit down, people are ordering online, picking it up at a door, and taking it home. <laughs> I, some of these comments are uh, someone said, grandchildren, you dine in. I th- it's little kids. Yes. You dine in. Um, and that's what the dining room's for. I, what I've done now, I, we don't really go and sit in. Um, he does with his grandparents sometimes. So that's. But with, if you're with me and uh, we're with our son, we don't really. It's sit pick up and go in. home. Yeah, yeah. It, that's when you pick it up, you go home, and even if you know we'll stand through the line and we'll order and everything, but then we're taking it home or something like that, just because I, you know, it's a whole process sitting inside. I mean, sometimes we do, but most of the time it's taking it home. The other comment I love was uh, this person who said. Um, what about Arby's or Anderson's drive-thrus? Yet I don't think it's fast food. Um, excuse me, those are two very different. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the only similarity is they start with A. <laughs> um, those are two very. One is definitely fast food. Arby's is fast food. I don't, you know, I mean, am I to take that somebody texted in and said like, well, Arby's is a higher class than any of these? Because I certainly don't think so. I mean, it does. Anderson's have... is a, they do have a drive-through. They do, uh, at least some of their locations. Oh. But I definitely I would consider that along the lines more so of uh, Ted something like that, where you're not it's it's not the it's not the same feel right as fast food. Like I think of Andersons or Ted's, I think of oh it's summer, you know, especially the Andersons on Main Street. I'm gonna go down there. I'm gonna get a meal, eat it outside, walk back to the ice cream window, get myself a little cone, and walk home with it. So I, I I think of those as hey that's, but you yeah. could still be that and be fast food, that's very true. But I think of Ted's and Anderson places as places that you it's kind of the atmosphere. 
I think of, and I think of them as more of summer. I, I can't remember the last time I went to an Anderson's or Ted's during the winter. Sorry, I'm not trying to not trying to say anything bad about that. It's just to me that's summer food. I can see that. Yeah. You never eat a hot dog in the winter? I'm not saying I never eat a hot dog in the winter. I can't remember the last time I went and got a hot dog in the winter. Well you think the uh the atmosphere is part of it. And someone yes. just said I think they were just comparing the roast beef again. There's no comparison. Anderson yeah. That's I mean that's it's, not a comparison to be made. That's like um comparing steakums to Russell's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like I I guess technically they're the same word. Right. But it, that's not the same thing. No. At all. I would never put Arby sauce on my beef on weck. I am surprised with a lot of people who say they're eating inside of fast food places. I guess not so much surprised at the amount of people, but surprised at the variety of reasons. Someone saying, I eat inside because I'm on the road for work. Okay, so I, the, kind of it falls into the road trip, but not really. It's, that's you're, your you're on break. a personal road trip. Yeah. That's you kind of getting away. Someone else saying, if I want to get away from the office, you know, don't want to just kind of do the same thing every day. Yeah. I don't have time to go sit down at a restaurant, but you can go somewhere, get something fast, break it up a little bit. That makes sense. And then head back. I consider that. Someone else uh, saying Anderson's Ted's, they consider fast casual. Is that an official? Have you heard that term before? I, I forgot who it is that's saying they're fast casual. Like in a, like a national place in a commercial. I'm not sure, but I that's the first I've heard of that one. Yeah. Fast casual. I mean, all this talk of Ted's and Anderson's, I think I know what I'm doing for lunch and dinner. You're going are you going fast food or fast casual? I'm going I'm gonna hit Anderson's up for some ice cream and Ted's up for a hot dog. <laughs> probably in the opposite order. I'll probably get the hot dog first. Or... I don't know. You uh do one, you dip a hot dog inside the ice cream. I mean all that I can could be pretty good. All I can think of now is a hot dog and the half and half. Half fries, half onion rings. But I, uh, I, the other thing with the hot dog thing in the summer, a lot of that is, you know, it's the idea of like it's a hot dog stand, right? Yeah. More so than the hot dog restaurant. Yeah, that's true. So it's it just has a different feel. To your point, you know, you mentioned it summer. I, it's just a different vibe, right? It's something you go and order, and then you kind of hang out in the general area. Yeah. Maybe it's not. Inside the restaurant, maybe it is. Maybe it's not a picnic bench right outside. Uh, maybe it is. But it's you're in the general area. You're eating there. It's it's a certain atmosphere. Yeah. Then I don't know. You know, fast food, I don't know if it really has that anymore. But to the point of, uh, of not eating in a dining room, and I know, Brian, we're talking fast food. Uh, but, you know, you know it's returning to Buffalo. And I know how excited you are about this. Um, a place that used to be, hey, you go there, you sit, you might do the lunch buffet, but now they're coming back exclusively takeout, Pizza Hut. A place that used to be known for the dining area. Really? So that's coming back, but only as takeout? Only the, the two locations that have been announced are small. But that's plaza. it's the pizza version of fast food. It is. But I think of if you're in Buffalo, New York, like you're going to Pizza Hut for something like a lunch buffet, like a lunch buffet. You're not gonna, I, I, at least me personally. I think of all the great local pizza we have. I'm not going to a pizza just to take the pizza out. It was it part of it was that experience in the dining room. Oh yeah, you show them. I read eight books, so <laughs> I get my personal pan pizza. I need a little pizza. 
Um, but no, it, it's the fast food version of pizza, especially here in Buffalo. Yeah. Now, that's not true everywhere else around. I mean, some there's a lot of areas of the country outside of here. Oh, yeah. That might be the best pizza you can get. Oh, that's a fancy night out. Uh, but no, it's I've said it for forever. You don't go to Pizza Hut when you want pizza. You go to Pizza Hut when you want Pizza Hut. It's very true. It's very different yeah. than what pizza is. But it's it is it's kind of the it's the pizza version of fast food. But there's one that I think you know what? Maybe this is it falls in line with all the other fast food that we were talking about. Maybe not so much Burger King. I can't ever remember, but McDonald's. You know, McDonald's used to have. Uh, you were a kid. There might have been a reason why you're inside because you're hanging out at. They got the big uh, uh, theme theme play park. Place? Play place, <laughs> not theme park. Yeah, play place inside. Like so a smaller discovery zone. Yeah, you went in there. You had a good time. You could be uh, rolling around there, and there was kind of a reason for you to go inside some of these other places right it it brought you in pizza hut i think was one of those places whether it was the buffet or just kind of the experience of the i mean it was not a bad place to eat you'd sit down it had its certain feel all the dining rooms kind of felt the same right and it was something to go in now are you losing anything by it being strictly take out because to your point joe i don't think i've ever taken out a Pizza Hut pizza. No. I, I mean, the last time I had a Pizza Hut pizza was obviously the lunch buffet. I mean, that I, college, that's where I would go once a week. I don't, I, I've never in my life taken that out. It's always been something I've eaten inside yep. the restaurant, kind of contrary to every other pizza place yep. where you almost exclusively <laughs> take it out and uh, eat it at home. I'm very interested to see how that's going to work out because obviously all the local uh, pizza huts, except for the ones in Target, uh, closed. So now they're coming back in this takeout. I think it'll be very interesting because Brian, I agree with you. I, I just I don't like you said. I think Pizza Hut was one of those things. At least here in Buffalo, it was you go in there, you're going, you're dining in. Um, but we'll see. Maybe people want their stuffed crust pizza that bad. I love the text. Pizza Hut is to pizzas. Arby's is to roast beef. And it's the same thing is said each way. I said, you don't go to pizza when you want Pizza Hut. Uh, pizza. You go uh, Pizza Hut when you want pizza. You go to right. Pizza Hut when you want Pizza Hut. You don't go to Arby's when you want roast beef. You go to Arby's when you want Arby's. Yeah, that's a great way because to put it. It's not, I mean, that it doesn't taste anything <laughs> like roast beef you make at home. No. It's, I don't know what the flavor is other than. Arby's. It's Arby's. It's yeah. the only way you would describe you put some it. Some Arby sauce on it. <laughs> it's 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 that, um, and that's a perfect analogy. That it's just its own little thing, and it's why Joe, I think forever pizza would be way better than Domino's. Yes. You know, what, what, what's the little Caesars, Papa John's. Papa John, you know, any of these other like chain pizza places. Why Pizza Hut? is always that step above is because it knew what it was. Yes. It wasn't pizza. It wasn't trying to be like a neighborhood pizzeria. It was Pizza Hut. Yep. Through and through, that's how it always was. I agree. We'll see. It'll be very interesting for that return. Um, But, yeah. I used to walk, you know, uh, for the person who said Arby's way too expensive, I used to walk around, you know, back when I'm fresh out of college. You know, you have no money, but you'd be able to, in the mail once a month, or every other week, you get the sheet of coupons. Yes. And, I mean, that sheet of coupons had, like, you could feed a family of five for, like, $5. 
on with some of those coupons. I would walk around. I remember, you know, driving between here and Rochester and, you know, doing all these things. I'd have the updated coupon sheet in my coat at all times. And, you know, anytime someone said, hey, what are we? I got to eat something. Okay, <laughs> hang on a second. <laughs> Goes the Velcro. I got just the thing right here. Unravel my sheet of paper. What do you want? What look, looks interesting to you? Look at you, so frugal. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had that all the time because, you know, you were always going to be kind of close to one. Yeah. Uh, whether I was whatever town I was in and the coupons were good. Do you still get those coupons? I notice I'm not getting as many coupons. If I do now, I I just toss them. out. I definitely do get some hmm. sort of coupons. They go they go away. The only uh, coupons I keep are the ones that are printed on like the actual newspaper type paper because those. I stick on the bottom of my chimney starter when I'm starting the grill. Oh, look at you. <laughs> so if you are, you know, the, like, magazine-style paper, just doesn't quite work as well, if you ask me. Yeah. I, uh, I got to start looking for those coupons because that's a great idea. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to be more frugal myself. That's someone chimed in. All right, five sandwiches for $5. That's what it was. I mean, come on. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. That's that's what led to our problems here in America. Uh, <laughs> in this economy, though, five sandwiches for five bucks. That's- no, I, I highly, I would like to see that coupon sheet now if they still do it, <laughs> just to see what it was. You know, it used to five sandwiches for five dollars. What is it now, right? You know, actually, if you're my mailman, don't give me that coupon sheet. I really need to stop eating out. <laughs> it's too I, tempting. I really need to. I really need to get back on a good diet plan. I've been talking about it for two years. <laughs> All right, we'll be back here tomorrow. Um, keep asking. Hey, um, I'm still looking. If you have the full recording of what we heard at the debate yesterday, you know, I'm pretty wings. Oh, pretty wow. wings. That sounds just like it. I'd have to see if it sounds just like it. Let me know. Uh, B-Maz and Beamer on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 